Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST. I'm Casey Krieger. He is Alex Howard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that is not complaining about the rather chilly temperatures this week. Alex, how are you now? Good. And you? Not so bad. Uh, you know what is so bad? What's that? I used that one twice in a row. That wasn't good. I did that last week as well. Whatever. The baseball Kyle Schwarber hit the other night is very bad. Very bad shape. Why? He hit it to quite possibly the moon. Oh, is that that one that was like 458 feet or something like that? Was not it? quite. Not quite. Nope. Like, not quite there yet. Like, oh, gotcha. 488 feet. Gotcha. Jeez. 119.7 miles an hour off the bat. And not bad. the uh, the Phillies, the Phillies ended up beating the Padres in that game. But it, no worries because the Padres came. I've watched baseball finally. I've I'm watched, proud of you. I've watched both of the last two NLCS games. You're well, such I didn't a good watch baseball fan. Second NLCS game because it was during the workday, but the Padres bounced back. So t- series tied one to one, going back to Philly for Game Three. Who's the uh, fan favorite in this one? I'm cheering for the Phillies because I don't like the Padres for some reason, and I don't want either American League team to win. I'd rather see the World Series not happen. So do you just hate the Padres for the sake of hating the Padres, or is I, there I, I don't hate the Padres. I just think I like the Phillies more. I, there's a couple of players on the Phillies I like. I like Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I like America's catcher J.T. Romuto. Okay. Uh, Nick Castellanos is a former Red. Yep. So uh, I really, it's really nothing as much against the Padres as it is as much uh, I like some guys on the Phillies. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, as long as it doesn't, honestly, if the Padres win, as long as they beat the Astros or the Yankees, I don't care. Understandable. But the uh, that series is uh, Astros lead one to nothing because they had to start a day later. Because mm-hmm. it has like rain the rain delay. out of yeah. the NLDS or the ALDS and Major League Baseball helping the Yankees by pushing the game back a day after making the Guardians sit in New York all night and then not play and then having no hotels left because they already checked out and then the Yankees getting their pitching rotation reset for that game and the the next round. But whatever, it's That's not like Major League Baseball wanted New York to win or anything. No, of course not. Not possible. There's no way they would do that. No, because baseball is such a clean sport. Yeah, there's never been any any funny business that Major League Baseball do to help the Yankees. Never. Never, never, never. Alex, there's a football game this weekend. There is. Uh, an NFL football game, to be exact, yep. between the uh, the red-hot Indianapolis Colts and the Stop Tennessee it. Titans. You guys beat the Jaguars. I didn't even watch. I don't know. I, I didn't either. I know nothing else that happened because every time I don't watch, they win. Mm-hmm. But when I do watch, they lose. Titans um, are coming off a bye week. That's all I know. Do you want to go to the game? Of course I do. Let's get tickets. Let's get tickets. All Let's right. go. I'll be driving back from Knoxville on Sunday, and okay. uh, I'll meet you there. Well, you just let me know. Where are we sitting? <laughs> we'll see. We will see. Lower ball right the problem on is The problem is if I watch, the Colts will lose. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'll make sure you are. So you're like, I'll Luke, buy the tickets and I everything. I will buy the tickets. I will drive. We're going to Nashville. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, good luck beating Red Hot Matt Ryan with your wide receiver quarterback and your liability of a running back i'm not scared whatsoever honestly the titans have surprised me after dropping their first two games we'll see how they do coming off a bye week hopefully you know everybody's coming out healthy feeling good about life and uh, i think shaq leonard's back so uh you're in trouble okay he was back last game lower the last time that titans and colts faced no he wasn't and who was the guy that you were making this big deal of oh he's maybe maybe it was him yeah pretty sure it was well he's back again Okay, and uh, after the Titans took a dirty, cheap shot on him and knocked him out with a concussion and a broken nose, hmm. what do you expect from that organization? Nothing less. Of course, of course. You're just a hater. In other it's news, uh, the wildest college football game in a long time. 
a very long time. Saturday in Knoxville when Tennessee beat Alabama. I mean, is that the wildest ending since the kick six? Does it beat the kick six? I mean, like, I understand that, like, it was a made field goal, so it's, it's not like it was a play like the kick Play-wise, no. Right, but, like... Reaction-wise. Reaction-wise, the entire game as a whole. I don't think... The, that Auburn-Alabama game, the kick six game, was... Auburn had beat Alabama recently. Right. So it wasn't a 15-year streak. Does it beat the uh, the kick six? Or, or what was the Michigan-Michigan State game? The block punt. Block punt, that's what it was. In terms of the play and the craziness of the play, no. no. Reaction-wise, once again, yeah, pr- probably. Michigan State doesn't have 100,000 people at their stadium. Yeah. It was also at the big house, wasn't it? Yeah. Because so that, so there's, that, there's that picture of like, yeah, being yeah, the yeah, Michigan so that, fan. So that really ah. kills the reaction yeah. when you're on the road. Uh, the kick six reaction is pretty good, but you know, I don't think they ripped the goalpost down like that. Probably not. That's the thing. You don't see goalposts go down a lot anymore. No, no, you really. It's really don't. become a dying art. You, I people, saw on Twitter somebody was like, "When was the last time that somebody ripped down a goalpost?" People and, will storm the field, and Gov's yep. Nation tweeted it and said it that's, was us. That's who it was. It might, have, it might not have been us. I don't. I don't have the exact data on that. It had to be close. We're, we're in the conversation. We sure are. Uh, we're on the short list. in the 2017 game against Morehead State. That is, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think I think the, the the storming the field happens not frequently, but. Yeah, once or twice, a couple times a year. But it's like whenever people do storm the field, don't they like let down the goalposts? Some goal posts? places some, do. Some places have those like new style of goalposts. Yeah, Tennessee hadn't put new goalposts in since '98 when they tore them down against Florida, though. So those were not new. Yeah, and I think that the ripping down of the goalposts has become a lost art. Fairly, bring it back. I say we do it. I say we tear them down after every game. Let's do it. I mean, when you got deep pockets like Tennessee does, <laughs> the governor said we'll do it. Or no, the, not the, the president, governor, the universe, the system president said we'll do it every year. Shout out to Tennessee for starting that uh, fundraiser about it, too. They raised, like, what, like a quarter of a million dollars? I don't know what the money raised was. Everybody was giving them a lot of grief for that, but, like... It's just a fundraiser. It's, it, I understand they said it was for the goalposts, but they already had goalposts. They, they already had goalposts they yeah. bought, like, 20 years ago. They, I read that in a News Sentinel article. It was just fundraising. Yeah. We do fundraising. We do? They do fundraising. They just capitalized on an opportunity. And they did a very good job at it. Oh, they, they hit it out of the park. They did. Good, very good work on their So, part. do you think that this game, with Alabama losing, I know they're, they dropped down to six. Are they out of the playoffs now? Like, do you, do you think that they could win? Right now? Them? Yeah. Yes. I would say so, too. They can win the West. And if they win the West and win the SEC championship, they're in. Yeah. Of course, everybody on my Twitter keeps talking about there's a way to put three SEC teams in this year, which I still don't know. Would, so they want so, it, so it's Tennessee beat Bama. Yeah, Tennessee loses, loses to Georgia. Georgia. Georgia loses to Bama. That makes three of that makes two twelve and one teams and an eleven and one Tennessee. And everybody says that gets three teams in. If Georgia loses to Bama in the, in SEC, the SEC championship, does Tennessee make it if they don't make the SEC championship? Though that's that's the but you, the argument for them would be they're the only team that could make it without the SEC championship because of the resume. Yeah. Bama win, Florida. At LSU, at Pitt, if yeah. they beat a top twenty Kentucky team, a South Carolina team that's coming on pretty strong, that's how many ranked wins. Quite a with few. With one loss, yeah, hard to keep that resume out. Yeah, that's a good point. That's they're they're, they're the only one that can do that because the resume and it's right. the ranked wins that are doing mm-hmm. it, and especially two on the road at LSU and at Pitt. Good wins. Good wins. Well, tossed in P sports, shall we? We shall. Uh, how about volleyball, Alex? How about volleyball? Did we, uh, did we volleyball last week? We did volleyball last week. What, what did we volleyball? So uh, we took on Lipscomb. 
Um, Second game of that Lipscomb doubleheader week. Yep. So it was, you, you know, we were at, at Lipscomb on Thursday, I believe it was. Wednesday or Thursday, the first game. I thought it was Tuesday or Wednesday. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it, matter. Doesn't it was matter. a weekday game. Earlier then, in the week. And then later in the week, uh, Lipscomb came here. It was a five-set loss. It was another one of those had 400 lead changes, lots of ties. But uh, goes drop a two to three decision. Just uh, not a great start in ace on play. Tough. But we've got a good um, next few matches here that we'll talk about later. That it's a tough schedule, though. It is. The ASUN, very good at volleyball. Very good volleyball conference. They are. Uh, did you soccer last week as well? We did soccer last week. <laughs> <laughs> we soccered against uh, Florida Gulf Coast. <laughs> Keep it together. <coughs> Keep it together. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Something like that. So we soccered against Florida Gulf Coast. It was a... Uh, Scoreless draw. It was a Gub six shutout of the season. Chloe Dion, like I said, her six shutout, seventh of her career. Is that a record? No. The record is like 12. 12, 13. Carly Newman. Yeah. So she is, her six shutouts this season are tied for the fourth most. Not bad. No. And her seven career shutouts are tied for the sixth most. Not bad. So, and it was good. I mean, the thing with Florida Gulf Coast is they had – he was like one of their best defensemen were out, um, but you know we played against them. I mean, they had, I think they had like something like twenty five shots in that match or something like that. How many saves? They didn't have as many. Um, How I many think saves for us? We had six. So only twenty five shots, only six on goal. Yeah, not a great percentage. No, not the best. But I mean, honestly, I, it, it was one of our best all around matches that we played. Uh, you know, duh, it was a shutout, so defense looked good. The offense, I think Alec Baumgart had a shot in like the 30th, 30th second or something like that. I really thought it was going to go in, but it didn't. Um, it was good. It was a good overall match. And then we'll finish the uh, regular season in a couple of days. We had a pretty good uh, cross-country weekend. Yeah, very good. Connor Duncan on the men's cross-country team won the Evansville Invitational oh. Saturday at the Angel Mounds Historic State Park. Uh, I believe that's his first collegiate win. It is. Very much so. Uh, Connor ran a 26-14-6. Ryan Martin finished in 24th with a 28-09-7. Stone Norris was in 33rd with a PR of 29-03-2. Jack Fitzgerald finished in 35th. And Lucas Bells was in 42nd. The Govs finished 4th overall. But like I said, big story. Our guy Connor Duncan, with the win, uh, headed into a Sun Championship time. Yep, I believe so. Not a, not a bad little bit of momentum to get behind you there for that uh, a Sun Championship. It's the best momentum you can have. Best momentum you can have. The women's team put together their second straight second place finish. They also ran at the Evansville Invitational at the Angel Mound State Historic Site. Uh, Michaela Smith led the way. She finished in third overall with a 19.36.3. Kara Marsh finished in sixth with a 27.4. That's 20 minutes, seven seconds, point four. You get what I'm saying. Uh, I felt like it sounded weird. English is hard. Haley Mattingly was in eighth with a 20.33.4. Piper Barnhart claimed 20th with a time of 21.29.7. And Lauren Lewis was in 26th with a 22.13.5. That's three in the top ten for the Govs. And a second-place finish. Not a bad little race for them. No. Up in Evansville as well. It's good. good weekend for the Govs. Getting the cross-country teams hitting a stride here, you could say. I see what you did there. You see what I did very there? Very clever. Very, very much so hitting their stride, though, and the right time of the season. Definitely. So I'm excited for uh, their race on championship. See what they can do wherever they're running. I think it's Huntsville. It was in Disney last year. Yeah. Which seems unfair that it's in Huntsville this year. Yeah. It's awful. 
But I feel like Disney would have been a fine spot. Just keep it forever. Especially this time of the year. Just do all the ASUN championships in Disney. I completely agree. Basketball? No no complaints here. Not a single one. Not a single one. Alex? Yes, sir. They played tennis last week. The men's team did at the uh, IDA Ohio Valley Regionals. We did. Yes. Tell us about it. Um, Well, the regionals, you know, going up against a lot of the best teams in the region. In the region, yes. That is what regionals Um, are. So the Govs, so we, we played two games in Louisville. Um, wasn't the best of performances. Didn't come away with a win in the regionals. But, I mean, you know, you're going up against a lot of the Tennessees, the Kentucky. A lot of Power Five schools. A lot of Power Five. Happens. Yeah, and we got a lot of draws against the Tennessees and the Louisvilles, too. But, yeah, and I, I believe. So the men, yeah, like I said, struggled at ITAs a little bit. But, you know, they'll finish off their season, I believe, this upcoming week in Chattanooga. Looking to get back on track. Looking to get on track for the little break, right? Yeah, before the, the spring gets before the spring season to the football field. To the football field, the Govs uh, did it again. Beat Murray State for the sixth straight time, fifty-two to seventeen on Military Light. Appreciation Day. Late clockwork at Fortera Stadium. Uh, I don't even know if they're trying at this point. The racers just stink. The fifty-two points scored by the Govs was the second most points scored in the series, behind fifty-six points. Scored in 1968. Uh, that's the Govs' longest winning streak in series history. Second longest in the series. Murray State won seven back who knows when. Not recently. Uh, the Long. Governors are 8-0 at Fortera Stadium as a ranked team. Found that out last week. That's quite a note. It's a good stat. Good stat. And Austin P won its sixth straight home game, including its fourth this season. Shall we talk about the individual performances, Alex? I think we should. Cam Thomas returned a kick 94 yards for a touchdown. If you forgot, he returned a punt. 92 yards for a touchdown last week. He finished the game with 110 yards on two kick returns and two yards on three punt returns. What does that get him, Alex? I would say special teams player of the week. How about freshman of the week? Or freshman of the week. Or freshman of the week. Either one works. On the defensive side, Antoine Williams racked up 10 tackles, four tackles for loss in a sack, four tackles for loss are tied for the second best single game total in program history under the most since Joe Bell racked up four tackles for loss against center in 2002. On offense, not a bad little showing from the – Governors James Burns caught the longest touchdown of the year, 78 yards. Yeah. And then uh, Dre McCray had four catches for like 177 and two touchdowns. Dre McCray is pretty good. That's what, that's what Dre McCray does. Don't forget, though, uh, our guy CJ Evans had a 62-yard touchdown run. Yeah. Just untouched. Just straight up the middle. Right yeah. up the middle. Uh, CJ had another one from 16 out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mike DeLillo ran one in yeah. on fourth down. Uh, but, yeah, three touchdowns for Mike. Uh, rushing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns for CJ. James Burns had a long one. Dre McCray had two. Both of Dre's were like inside screens. Mm-hmm. One of them, he took, he just walked 16 yards into the end zone behind yep. Jordan Goko. The other one, he went 77 yards, and no one touched him. And then he outran everybody on Murray State's defense. Yeah. We kind of just did a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Had no problems with the racers. None no. at all. One could say we uh, raced past them multiple times. All right, and on to basketball after that. Alex. Yes, sir. What is what is tonight? Tonight is Thursday, and it's a big night in the Dunn Center. Govs Madness. Govs Madness. madness. It's the official start about of basketball. get madness in here. It is. Um, official start of basketball season, really. Um, you know, like we talked about before, it's your first chance to get a look at these new men's and women's basketball teams. Lots of new players on both sides. Um, you know, there will be a, the men are going to scrimmage. The women are going to have a skills competition. They're also going to have a three-point competition. 
Um, it's oh, be a lot dunk of contest. Men are also going to have a dunk contest. Um, and just knowing that team, a lot of high flyers. It's it's going to be great. Um, free pizza. Free pizza. Lots of giveaways. I think we have. I mean, I think there's like scholarship giveaways. We have you know like your t-shirts, prizes, prizes, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But free pizza. Free pizza. Domino's. Shout out to Domino's. Shout out to Domino's. Is that all that's going down? I think so. Last year, Keem Davis put a Scotty Walden shot 17 rows back into the stands. Hopefully, we can run that play again. It was lots I of think fun. it sounds like a great idea. It was, it was electric. It was awesome watching an NFL player just, uh, sorry, Scotty, block your shot. <laughs> it, was, it was quite funny. I bet. Well, you got anything else? I don't think so. Well, uh, that's all of us for now. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with Neil and Gene of the Austin P football team right after this. This is the real one, baby. I'm telling you. Self-conscious, she has no idea what she's doing in college. That major that she majored and don't make no money, but she won't drop out. Her parents are look at her funny. Now, tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore three years ain't picked the career. She look at, I just stay down her. Joining us on the PCast, he's a redshirt freshman quarterback on the Austin P football team. It's Neil and Gene. Neil, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to have you here. You had class this morning, right? Yes, sir. How how was class today? Uh, it was okay. It was accounting. It's like an hour and a half. You got to grind through it. Right a lot of practice. numbers. A lot of numbers. Yeah. Oof, a lot of not, notes. Not a lot of my, notes. A lot of numbers. I can do deal with notes. I can't deal with numbers. That's why I did history. Uh, Fair enough. Second year of school. Yes. You feel like you got a little bit more of a handle on college now? Yes, most definitely. It's just everything just comes a little easier. You know what you're doing. Yeah, everything's easier. And then like just football schedule. That's like the main thing. Scheduling. You yeah, just, you know what's coming. So it's yeah, you're, nothing's nice new. Everything's you've done it before. Yes, sir. So it's yes, just, sir. just easier. Uh, you had a little bit of a jump on everybody in the whole college situation, though. Cause yes, sir. You s- finished your high school career at Baylor School in Chattanooga, uh, but you're from Fayetteville, Tennessee. It's two hours apart. Yes, sir. So you lived alone at an apartment, a dorm? An apartment. So you got an apartment so you could go to Baylor. Yes, sir. So what was that like? Does that? I mean, you're in high school. How old are you, 15, 16? So I was 16. I turned 16 in June, and then I moved there in December. And so you got an apartment, you lived alone, you went to school, you played football. Yes. So my like mid-sophomore year, like the end of it, second semester and then yeah. junior year, my dad would come and stay like at 11. Like he would get home, get there probably like at 11 p.m. Yeah. Just so I'd be eligible for like the nine months living in a – Yeah. Like my dad had to live there too. With you. Yes. But then like my senior year, he realized I was probably like mature enough to You're live 18. alone. Yeah, I'm 18. Like he's like, you're going to college next year. Like if you can't do it now, you can never do it. And I was also like – you were, I mean, you were at school all day, so it's not yeah, like you were Yeah, I was at school ever, yeah. all day, yeah, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a – I definitely grew up a lot. and It prepares you for college a little prepared bit. Prepared me a lot, yes. Yeah, so it was actually like – You're a, spending some time alone, so it's like, yes. you're, it's like you're at college. So it was actually like a downgrade going to the dorms. So like a lot of people moving into the dorm, it was like, oh, my God, like I'm away from my parents. Like what am I going to do? And for me, like I was used to living alone. So now like I was actually presented like more structure. Because you're with a roommate. With a roommate in the dorm, yes. So I was used to having like an apartment to myself versus now living with a roommate having like all the football players on the hallway which was awesome but fun time you guys had yeah, it was a great time yes sir yes sir uh so you started at franklin county high school yes any reason why the switch baylor's a great school baylor's a great school so i was originally like from lincoln county okay and i thought Franklin county would be a better option like football wise and then i got there and i, d- I didn't really like the school and 
football wasn't what I anticipated it to be. And then, like, the opportunity at Baylor arrived. And then – Can't turn that place down. Can't turn it down. And my dad was like, yeah, like, we need to go visit. And I was like, why are we visiting a high school? Like, that's not something you do. My dad's over the top about football. So I was just thought that it was like, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know if I should do this. And then I went there, and I was like, wow. Like, I've not, never been to Baylor, but everybody knows from around the whole state, mm-hmm. Baylor Macaulay. Baylor Macaulay, yes, sir. Those two schools are, are the place to be. Yeah, huge rivals. Yeah. What was he the does. Macaulay game like? Did you get them? They got us. So, we oh. actually caught them at a three. They won state three years in a row. They won this year, which was nice, but they were they were pretty dominant. But my junior year, we lost by a touchdown. We had a – we should have won that game. And then senior year, we kind of laid an egg. There's people from all over the state that go to play there at both those yes. schools. Because yes, we had sir. a guy from my high school that played on our offensive line my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Or he was a freshman my senior year. I don't remember his name. But he ends up going to one of those two. I forget which one. Yeah. And then he ended up playing in college. It's just kind of, I mean, like I said, they're the place to be. Yeah, and they kind of get to handpick a little bit. And uh, Great school, so. Great school. Like yeah. Great athletics and great academics. It's a great school. So you knew a lot of people when you were coming to Austin P. You said you committed to Austin P. with a friend. Yes, sir. Who did you commit with? So Trey Shackelford, we'd played seven-on-seven seven together, and then my dad and his dad had became friends through, like, t- weekend tournaments. And then so we kind of told Coach Walden, like, like hey, like, we kind of want to commit together, like, if he comes, I'm in. Like, if he commits, I'm in. It was one of those deals. Yeah. And that's what happened. Like, we both told him we were committing on the same day. And Was Javon Jackson on that 7-on-7 seven seven team as well? Or did you know him a little bit? He was not. So, I'd actually played – I'd played Javon and um, Trey, like, an AAU back in the day. Because they played together. They played together, like, back in ninth grade. And I didn't know him at that time. But I just find it, like, very interesting. Like, out of all games I played in AAU, like – Basketball? Yes. Okay, so you played basketball too? Yes, sir. All right, we'll talk about that in a second. So that was like the one, like out of all the teams I played, like that team always stuck out like very vividly. It was two, like it was, we won 61 to 59 both games. Those two are pretty good athletes. They are good athletes. And I bet they could play a little basketball. Uh, we talked play to a both basketball. of them. We've, no, we haven't had Trey on here. We talked to Javon about him and Trey playing basketball. Yes. Javon's just like a twitchy, like real strong. Yeah. And then Trey's a leaper. Yeah. Trey's a runner and a leaper, but they can't guard me in basketball. <laughs> they can't. Too short, right? Too short. I'm too physical. Javon's too short, and I'm too physical for Trey, so it works out pretty well. So you got him in basketball. I think I got him in basketball. And then they, you played seven-on-seven seven with Trey. Yes. And now he's your receiver here. Yes. Perfect. Is that So did you know anybody else that was coming here? Because you're kind of from an area where we recruit a lot from, that Georgia-Chattanooga area. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I knew I'd heard of Bryce coming in, and then I had thrown with um, – Draylon before I got here so I knew Draylon a little bit before I got yeah. here and I knew Bryce a little bit but before like I didn't really know many people but so I knew Trey and then we were in a big group message like yeah. all the freshmen were in a big group message so we became like really close like over the phone before you even got here before we even got here yeah we were in this group message like every night talking so, so it felt like I knew when we got here like already knew everyone's name like face to name like it was it was pretty cool so that leads into the next question uh before three weeks ago, it never really occurred to me. We've had like 15 straight guests from that freshman class. Not just football guys, but a lot of guys on the football yeah. team. Uh, Jada Clark was picked, and then she picked Drew Calderon, Kirsten Monk, Trey Goodman, Tom Bolton, Dre McRae, Sam Miner, Javon Jackson, Clay Murphy's the only non-sophomore in that group. She's a transfer from North mm-hmm. Alabama. But then back to Kylie Campbell, Denver Parker, Skylar Sheridan, now you. Wow. Like, what did you guys do? Like, you guys all just became best friends in the yeah, dorm last so year. Was- it was pretty cool. So all the football guys are obviously like on the boys' side of fifth floor, and then Tom, we became Men's tennis. Yeah, we became real good friends with yeah. him because he was. It was all the football guys, and then like two rooms of tennis players, and Tom was one of them. So we all became like great friends with Tom, and then 
on the girls' side. So we kind of became friends with, like, the softball team and the um, soccer team. And it was just crazy. Like, the Super Bowl, like, we all met in, like, the common area and, like, bought a TV out. And, like, we all made, like, dinner. Like, we became, like, we all became really close on the fifth floor. Like a family. Like a family, yeah. It was super close. And we've all stayed good friends throughout, like, this year, too. Like, we thought maybe the dorm, like, not living in the same place would change it. But, like, we're all still pretty good friends. It's been pretty cool. We've had two full sets of roommates just in this last group. And we've had you and your roommates with Javon, right? Roommates with Javon, Trey Shackelford, and then Jake Johnson. So we're working our way to a third full set of roommates here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen now? Uh, so we talked about you and Javon committing on the same day. Trey. So, Trey, yes. not Javon. So you and Trey committed on the same day. Uh, Scotty recruited you both, obviously. What is it like to get recruited by Scotty Wald? Dude, Scotty's awesome. Scotty is – so one thing that I really wanted to have, like, going into college that I knew I wanted, that I thought that I reacted best, like, just through coaches growing up, was I wanted, like, a young, energetic coach that was, like, more relatable. Like, that was something that I felt like would really, like – I felt like I would perform better. Take for, you like, to the next level. Would take me to the next level. I feel like it's more understanding. Like, And I like Coach Walden because he's I – mean, I think he's brilliant in football. Like, I've learned, like, a ton – but then he's very, like, relatable, and, like, he's a very, like, disciplined guy, mm -hmm. but he's a cool guy with that, and that's really, like, that's a cool person to look up to, like, having a very cool side to him, but also being, like, very structured and disciplined, so you kind of see, like, okay, like, this is, I like the way this guy lives his life, like, this is something that, and I'm in the quarterback room, so I'm meeting with him every day, so, like, the quarterbacks and us, like, we've all developed, like, a great relationship with Coach Walden. You're taking my next questions out of my mouth. I was going to say you're around him a lot more than anybody because yes. you are the quarterback. You're a quarterback. You're in the quarterback room, which yes, is sir. where he is. What is he like? Is like What's the difference between, okay, you were getting to know him while you're recruiting. What mm -hmm. is he like now that you're playing for him, recruit, or practicing for him, playing for him, and all that? Or is, it, is it just the same energy? All yeah, time? he's kind of the same. Like, the energy – the one thing I guess that, like, surprised me the most is – so he's very energetic. And, like, on the field, like, if you do something, like, egregious, like, yeah, he might rip you. But it's never to a point of, like, man, like, what's going on? It's always about, like, learn from it and get better. And, like, I feel like the biggest thing that surprised me was in the quarterback room when we're watching the film, like, coming in, like, to a college quarterback room, I was worried, like, oh, when you make a mistake, like – I don't even want to go to the film apart. room. Yeah, so, like, the one thing with Coach Walden that I really react to well and that I really love is that once we're in the film room, like, you're not going to get ripped for something twice. And it's always about, like, learning and improving, not, like, there's no need for him to yell at you again. Like He's already done it once. He's already done it once, yeah. It's and, not going to help. It's, it's never – and it's rare that he yells at you in practice, but he's very, like – I just feel like it allows me to be very coachable, like, the way he coaches and the way he presents himself. All right, so let's talk about your college debut last season. Okay. Uh, against Moorhead State, your yes. first ever pass – you throw a 31-yard yes. touchdown to another freshman, Trey Goodman. Talk about that play for me. Just break it down. Okay, so I forget the run play that was tagged on it, but it was a pop route. So it was RPO, okay. and I'm reading the safety to the field and Trey's to the field. So a pop route is like a five-step and then in. But anyways, at that time, like we had our pop routes to where if he was pressed, you convert it to a go. Okay. So I knew pre-snap. We ran the same play like two times, and I was hope I was just praying the safety came down on the run so I could – let Throw it. Yeah, you let one yeah go. I was so excited to throw the first it's one. It's late. You're like, let me get one. Yeah, let me get one. I have to get one. So I knew he was pressed, and I was like, oh, like this might be better than I anticipated. Like Now I have a chance for like a 50-50 ball on the outside. So you then, knew this before the play you were going to Trey? Yes, because he was pressed. And well, I had to wait. All I had to do was like pre-snap realities versus post-snap realities. I just needed the safety to come down. Okay. So it's a one-on-one -on -one with Trey Goodman. And right. And I threw it up, and he made a good play. It was awesome. 
I asked Trey what to ask you about, and that was like the first thing Trey's like, you should ask him about his first ever college pass. And yeah, like, so me and like, Trey were excited because it was anymore. both of our – so we were, like, we were great friends, and it was both of our first touchdowns, so it was awesome. I was joking with Trey that I wasn't going to ask you so he didn't get the, uh, get the love again. Yeah, he didn't get the love. Just kidding, just kidding. We, uh, That's awesome. Trey was a great guest, and we talked about that play with him, and I think you both kind of broke it down the same way. And it's cool that you both had your first college pass yeah. touchdown together. And he said you guys were right across the hall in the dorm. So yeah, right across go the home hall. that night and hang out. Yes, sir. Uh, so what kind of quarterback would you say you are? Because you run a lot of RPO in this offense now. Yes. But you're also a big guy. You can stand there and sling it a little bit. Yes. Um, I would say that um, I'm pretty balanced. Like, I like to sling it around, but also run. But I'm not a 4-3 guy, 4-4 guy running. I feel like I'm more of like a – Five, six yards, seven, eight yards. Just break tackles. You like, pick your spots and you just yeah, get a little chunk. Yeah, get a little chunk, like just inside runs and seven, eight yards, keep the drive moving. And I feel like um, I like to consider myself like a playmaker. Like when plays go wrong, like I feel like I have a, a pretty good ability to create. Get outside the pocket and make Get outside happen. the pocket and make plays. I feel like that's like earlier, like in my quarterback development, like that's what I was like the most comfortable with, like early on. So for me, it was like I had to develop like the ability to sit in the pocket. And like that's still growing like now. And, like, from the spring to now, I mean, like, great improvements on it. So that's been your biggest thing you've learned in college is if the play isn't broken down, I just need to stay here. Yeah, that's the hardest part. And just, like, Internal the, clock and get the ball out. Getting this, the internal clock, getting the ball out, and knowing when to escape and when not to. But you watch it on film and you Because you don't want to take off too early. You don't want to take off too early because, one, like. You just put yourself in danger. Put yourself in danger. And, two, like. The receivers here were recruited for a reason. Like, they're better with the ball in their hands in space than we are. Like, there's right. just the obvious thing. Like, if you can throw a ball 10 yards and let them run 60, it's more efficient than you running eight and getting tackled. No corners bringing you down, though, right? No. No, nah, too physical for them. Just too like basketball. Yeah, I'm going to try to run through Let's talk about basketball now. You played basketball, you said. Yes. Did you play in high school? Uh, I ended up quitting my sophomore year because I just I knew I was going to Baylor. You knew it was football. Yeah, and I wanted to play but you football. played AAU. So I realized I did. I played on, like, the Adidas gauntlet up until my sophomore year. How tall were you back then? Were you the same height? See, I was taller. I was probably – I would say my freshman year I was probably, like, six foot. And then sophomore year – So you're big four. for your age. Yeah, I was a bigger. Yep. And But I was bigger, but I still played, like, a guard position. Okay. So I had a pretty good advantage. But then I realized, for me, like, I realized I needed to go to football, like, because the kids that really make it in basketball, like, Ninth, tenth grade, that's when kids start windmilling. And I was – I wasn't – Not quite. I, yeah, I wasn't windmilling. And I just knew that, like, I felt like my ceiling was probably higher with football, so that's the route I wanted to take. But basketball was definitely my first love. Like, that's a sport. Like, growing up, like, my dad would have to force me to play football up until, like, eighth grade. What kind of – so you said you were a guard. You're a big guard. Are you, like, yes. uh, are you a shoot-it guy? Are you uh, take it down low? Are you posting up little point guards in AAU? Probably um, – Granted, I mean, I was probably as good then as I am now. I don't ever work at it anymore. But um, probably like a little, not a facilitator, but quarterback makes sense. To be a yeah, little I played guard. I could definitely like create for other people. But I would say I was a, I like to be a slasher. Like I like to get to the rim, and my shot was not always as like I was definitely a better driver than I was a shooter. But I could shoot too. We got Gus Madness tonight. We're we gonna get you and a Trey Shack out there and run it back for old times' sakes. Ooh, gosh, might have to. When was the last time you and Trey played basketball? Um, last spring in the winter. How'd that go? It was good. We're usually on the same team. Okay. We're boys, so we'll pick each other. He, he can get good. up and dunk it, can he? He can. Yeah, so you just sit at the top, yeah. throw it up to him. like to let him get out and get in transition. Maybe get in he'll space. leak out. Yeah, I'd love to see him jump. He's a flyer. <laughs> All right, so 
I have to ask, with a name like Neil, and I imagine you went to a lot of Tennessee football games growing up. Especially yeah, I went to a pretty good bit. Yes, Chattanooga. Uh, do you have a favorite Tennessee player? Do you, is there anybody you watch, like, you watch growing up, you're like, that's the guy, that's, that's my guy on the football field? Or it could be an NFL player, too. I wouldn't say, well, Tennessee, luckily, we've turned it around. But there was, for a while, there was a spot where you're just like, there wasn't any. What year were you born? 2002. So you don't remember the same guys I remember. I was gonna yeah, say like, like you're Casey, like Casey Clawson. Yeah, like, yeah, you're not you're not remembering much of number seven. Yeah. I would say um, Eric Ainge, Jonathan Crompton. Eric those Ainge. Guys. I remember watching Tennessee versus LSU when Eric Ainge was there. Yeah, that was a pretty ran cool into game. the goalpost. Yeah, back in the day, I was young. But um, I wouldn't say I went from Tennessee, but I would say like a college player that I really like as a young kid, like Johnny Menzel from Texas A&M was yep. probably the kid that that was the guy that like Saturdays I knew what I was doing. You were watching the, Texas A&M. Yeah, I had to watch Texas A&M, but I would say as I got older, like definitely Joe Burrow's probably like my favorite college yeah. quarterback of all time. So you were at that Tennessee Ole Miss game last year. Yes. I saw a sideline. I picture you on the sideline. Yes. I'm not sure how you got sideline passes. I was there. I was in the stands. Yeah. But you're hanging out with uh, – Will Compton and Dave Portnoy. Yeah, I was. Yes, sir. Not a bad little uh, crew to hang out with. Yeah, down pretty there. cool stuff. I got pretty, to talk to Dave Portnoy. That was awesome. Pretty solid game. You got yeah. to go to. So he was he was sitting beside. It. it went like his girlfriend, him, and me. Okay. So we're all like in a line, and I'm sitting directly beside him. And there was um, it was Tyler Barron had like a strip sack, but it was when they blew the yeah, call they dead. Called, yeah, no, it came right so, at me in the end zone. Yeah, and like a guy watching football, like you have to rant like at certain points. And luckily, I was. It was his girlfriend and me. So I guess he thought I probably knew more about football than his girlfriend. So, so I was you sat next to Dave Portnoy the whole I, game? Yeah, I stood next to him like the whole first half. Okay, so you just talked to Dave Portnoy football. I did, but I had to play it. I played it like because in my, my perspective, I was like, you know what? Like from his perspective, he I'm sitting, in the, I'm standing at the same place he is. So maybe he thinks I'm doing something right too. So, so you I just, just played it cool. Yeah, I had to play it cool. Just I, chatted the guy up. Yeah, and I feel like he would have respected it more. Like I wasn't going to go up and be like, oh, my God, like Dave Portnoy. I felt like I needed just to some approach Just some football guys. It. Yeah, just like we're just watching football. And then if he talks to me, I'm definitely going to talk to him. But maybe like I'll be put in a situation where he'll talk to me. Pretty cool little, uh, pretty cool little situation you got in there. Yeah, it was super cool. So one of my favorite things about Tennessee, high, old Tennessee highlights now is, you know, our athletic director, Gerald Harrison. Yeah. If you watch old Tennessee highlights from the early 2000s and the 90s, you will see Gerald just behind Coach Fulmer during the game. Really? I don't know if you've ever noticed it. No, I haven't. Next time you see some old Tennessee highlights uh, and they flash to Coach Fulmer on the sideline, just watch, hit pause, and look behind him. Really? There's a 50-50 shot you're going to see Gerald on the sideline. That's pretty cool stuff. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a fun little thing to do. Uh, All right, so I got a couple more questions here before I rapid fire. The rest of this all came from your friend, so you can blame them for this. All right, perfect. I'm ready. Uh, Your your roommate, your friend Jake, said that you're the best 2K player in the house. Yeah, I would say so. He said he will beat you in Madden, though. Um, I would say I'm not a big Madden player. I would say that he's definitely gotten the best of me more, but it's pretty close. But if you, like, count, like, I absolutely smack him in 2K. Like, it's not even remotely close. Is there anybody in the house that can keep up with you in 2K? Me, Javon, and Trey have very competitive games. Javon Jackson and Trey Goodman? Trey Shack. Trey Shack. I keep – there's we, too many Yeah, Trey, too yeah. many Trey's, yeah. So, me, Javon, and Trey. I went through a streak last year where Trey Shack got the best of me, but I'm back on top Is now, there anybody on the football team that can hang with you guys in 2K? Ooh, anyone. Are you guys going to claim misses. three best on the team? Um, I'm going to claim three best on the team. All right, give me a ranking, you three. One, two, three. Me first. Okay, obviously. Um, so I can't put a two and three because it's mismatches. Like I struggle more with Trey, but like Javon will beat Trey. 
if that makes sense. Doesn't I make don't it, know. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's real wishy-washy. I, I told one of them a couple weeks ago whenever we get that PS5 and the student-athlete lounge, we're going to have to get yeah, in there. Yeah, we and, need uh, to play. I'm playing somebody. Perfect. Yeah. I'll play you. I we, lost we like 20 play. in a row to my roommate, but I'm on a, I'm a little bit of a winning streak right yeah, now. It's all so. about just confidence and getting high. That's all it is. <laughs> That's right. Jake said you also worked on a farm growing up. Yes, I did. You yes, said sir. your dad had a farm. Yes. Tell What kind of farm? So the farm I was on was, so we had like cattle. Okay. And then um, road crops and like, like corn, beans, all types of stuff. But the main work I would do was well one like growing up like hauling hay that was terrible i'd be like 11 yeah these hay bales are pretty heavy i mean that was probably like when that time of the year would come it'd be like two weeks straight from like morning to night and that was like like if i could super sim like you could in like a game like if i could super sim a time of my life it would have been those two weeks it <laughs> those was two awful. weeks every <laughs> yeah it was terrible like i needed like an accelerated clock or something and then, um, but I would say like one of the big ones was, so my grandfather, he just loves to feed cows. Like he's okay. older, like probably not the best thing for him, but like you couldn't make him stop. Like he's, he's going to feed the cows. Yeah. He's going to feed the cows regardless. So me and my, I would always con my buddy, Kate Hopkins, like he grew up with me and, um, I would always con him into staying with me on like on Fridays, not Friday nights. And my dad would wake us up so early on Saturday and we'd have to go feed it, like fill up these. So it was like a 30 gallon bucket, Yep. but you'd fill them up with five gallon buckets. So yep. Quick math, six buckets equals one. Yep. And we would fill up like 30. It'd be like three or four hours straight. And my grandfather would just complain with how we do it. If any feed fell off, I mean, we were yeah, getting can't to play spill any. Yeah, and we're like, man, like, we're grinding out here. It's like, like 4 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, like, give us a break. We're angry. We're mad, but well, we it was worth it. It was cool. It was pretty good stuff. We had a lot of farming talk on this podcast recently. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. Uh, so these came from Dre and Dip. Uh, they said you have a funny story involving your dog, Millie, and your younger sister. Yes. I have not heard it. So I So it's actually pretty recently. So I went home on our last bye week and I was hanging out with my sister. She's seven. Okay. And we're just sitting there hanging out and I think she's on her little zip line. Like I'm pushing her on the zip line, we're just messing around and then we stop and she's getting off and she's like, Neilan, like I think I hear something. And she's recently like, um she's a cat too. Okay. So she re- the cat had recently had kittens. So we're sitting there, like I'm messing with her in the yard and she's like, Neilan, like I think I hear something. And I start listening too, and I'm like, I definitely hear a meow. So I'm like, all right, like, yeah, there's definitely a kitten in the yard. So we walk around, we find this kitten in the yard. I'm like, okay. So we pick it up. We're like, okay, like, how'd this get here? Whatever. How'd it get out? Well, then we keep listening, and we hear another meow, and it's not from the one in our hands. So we walk over to this bush, like in the middle of my yard, and there's a kitten in the bush. So it turns out Millie loves, like, she's not aggressive with the kittens, like, wouldn't hurt them. But she loves to put them in her mouth and just, like, put them places. Like, she'll just take them and just carry them and just put them somewhere. And she had stuck this kitten in the bush, and, like, it could not get out. Like, this is a kitten that's, like, a week old. And my dog had just put the kitten She's in the bush. Yeah, hide and go seek Yeah, with and it the was kittens. so funny. So I love to um, – Did we find all the kittens? We found them all. Was it just those two? Yeah, it was just those two. I don't know if the cat had more and, like, maybe my dad got, like, they gave them to someone else. Like, Sloan didn't need that many kittens. I don't know what happened, but – yeah, there was just those two, but it was, it was pretty funny. And I always like to ask for, like, Sloan. My little sister's name is Sloan. I always like to ask for her input and, like, how she thinks it got there and why it happened. Just because it's funny to hear a seven-year-old, like. What was her reasoning? She's like, oh, Millie knows better. Like, <laughs> she knows better. She just, that's her way of, like, playing with them. But she needs to be better. Like, it's just funny to mess with her. So you've got two siblings. You already mentioned Sloan, and there's mm-hmm. Logan. How do you fit in age-wise? So my brother is 24. Okay. So you're in the middle. 
I'm the middle. But I would say I grew up like the youngest because okay. Sloan's so young. So I was 13 right. when Sloan was born, and then, I mean, I moved to Baylor at 16. So I grew up like the youngest child. So Logan played sports too? Yeah, he played football in high school. And then a little bit of he, competitive uh, – little competitive rivalry yeah, there but it was funny though because he played like he played center okay and i always played quarterback so i would say that we would always we would compete in basketball younger but i started getting the best of him like did you guys ever play on the same football team we didn't but we play on the same basketball team okay. so he would coach like my dad would be the coach and i'd be like a little three-year-old like dribbling the basketball up the court like if they were blowing a team out or they were getting blown out i'd get to check in and dribble the ball up the court a little bit so he was how much older than you four and a half years so you just missed playing football together yeah, just missed it. All right, so uh, the next one comes from Dre. He told me to ask you about the Power Rangers. Power Rangers, all right. So interesting story. So when we were fresh, like fresh into the dorm last year, and we all decided to go bowling. And it just so happened, like, the last five people in the, um, the dorm were me, Dre, Trey Goodman, Trey Shackelford, and Javon. Yep. So I was like, all right, like, I got my truck. Like, we can all ride. So, like, just, like... In my head, I was like, all right, these are my new teammates. I know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to play any music. Like, I'm going to force conversation between us five. Like, I want to get to know them. Like, we need to get to know each other. So, right. like, the one thing that I didn't do is I didn't play music. So, that forced us to, like, get into, like, join conversation on the way to the bowling alley. So, when we hang out at the bowling alley and we're like, yeah, yeah, ready to leave. Same thing on the way back. No music. Right. Forcing all of us to talk. Go to the dorm and then, like. We all just hit it off that night. We became great friends. But, like, for the first two weeks of us, like, and that became a thing. Like, anywhere we would go, like, if we went and eat, it was always us five. Trey was in the front seat. Dre would be in the middle with his legs up because he's, I don't know. That just, always, that, no, that's what he would we'd do. We'd always let Dre, because he said his knees was hurt, and I never complained. As long as he had his, as long as his legs were, like, on this, on the right side of the console, so I could rest my elbow. I had no problems. And then Javon and Trey Gibbon would be on the back two right seats. Right. But, yeah, so we all just became great friends. Like, I actually took him down to my farm in Fedville last year. Well, Dre didn't make it, but we it wasn't personal. We just forgot to tell him. It was weird. Like, he had, he was somewhere, and we're like, yeah, we're leaving. Like, we're going home. And he's like, okay. And then it was like, wow, like, why didn't we not bring Dre? Like, it was the most, like, weird stuff. Like, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't – there's no malicious intent. It was just – Do you have Trey Goodman out there feeding the cows? Yeah. Are they all out there feeding the cows? Yeah, we messed with the cows a little bit. They were just, it was cool. Them see, it was just cool seeing them in that situation. Because Trey Gibbons from Atlanta, like, he hadn't really been on a farm like right. that. And then it was cool, like, just showing them, like, the things I took for granted growing up, just like having a farm and, like, the nice views. And so, cool how do we get them. the Power Rangers out of that? I can't remember exactly how the name Is that a nickname started. for you guys? Is that just it's our group message on Snapchat? Okay. We started the group message and we named it Power Rangers and it stuck. Like, we've. That's it. It's just, yeah, that's just we, the name. Yeah, we still we still text in the group message all the time. Like, it's cool stuff. What color Power Ranger are you? Oh, does everybody have a color? Do we have, have we broke this down? We definitely broke it down at one point, but I don't recall. It never stuck. Like, it never was like, oh, you're red. You're. It never stuck. Seems like a pretty solid Halloween costume option. Yeah, we could. All five of us could do that. Yeah, just get some pretty cool. So that's a good idea. I've been trying to think about what I want to do. That's that's next level thinking right that's there. That's right. I, I'm all over it for you. All right. So uh, Dip also told me to ask about Zeus. And when he said that, I said, oh, is that another dog? It is not. Okay, so as I said earlier, like, we would always ride to go eat. Like, we, I mean, we would always be in that truck in the exact same formation every time. Like, everywhere we went in the summer, I would always drive. Yep. And when I got my truck, I just, like, jokingly, I named it Zeus. Like, you're going to name a truck Zeus. Well, I never, like, really, like, in high school, it was never really referred to as Zeus. Well, I guess it told them that, like, Oh, like my truck's name is Zeus. And it just like. And com- they ran with it. 
ran with it. Like, it completely stuck, which I didn't mind it. It wasn't like they were, like, it was cool. But, yeah, so now, like, a lot of guys on the team, like, if they ever need to ride, like, hey, can I ride in Zeus? Like, it's always just like, hey, can I ride in Zeus? So, like, it's pretty cool, but it was, it's just funny what how it started. What kind of truck is Zeus? Um, he's a Chevy Silverado with, like, blacked-out rims and tires. Gotcha. Very nice. So, uh, any big bye week plans this week? Uh, Opportunity week. Opportunity week, yeah, we can't. We don't say bye. No bye week. Opportunity week. to get better. Um. Anyways, prob- I was. Deb- I'm debating about going to Knoxville this weekend to watch the UT Martin game. That's where I'm gonna be. You are gonna go. Yep. I wish they were playing like an SEC team. Eh. But I'm excited to go. I want to see a game. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's the point. Yeah, it is. It'll be good, anyways. So so Knoxville, that's the plan. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go to Knoxville, and then I have some buddies that live up there. Got some from Chattanooga. Just go see some friends. Got yeah. some from Fedville. Yeah. So. Pretty good plan in place. All right. What's your major? Finance. Finance. Uh, you're only a sophomore, so you might not have a plan, but what is your plan? What do you want to do with that? Um, well, I know I for sure want to get into entrepreneurship. Like, okay. I want to own businesses. I want to try to um, – and then get into some form of sales. Like, I really – I just – I'm excited for it. Like, I'm really excited to, like, own my own business and get into entrepreneurship and try to make money. And I just want to be able to, like, do the things I want to do and not have to worry about, like – the stress of money like that's a big thing for me right they say money's the root of all evil but i feel like if i can stay like level-headed and if you're a good person and you're level-headed right now i feel like money can just benefit you it could yeah no perfect uh last question before rapid fire questions okay uh why austin p why austin p um so it was quarantine so like before i committed here i never actually you never visited i never visited so i would have to say coach walden like the way coach Walden recruited me like i bought into what he was saying and um I believe in staff. Perfect. You ready for rapid fire questions? Yeah, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All right. What's your favorite word or saying? Favorite word or saying? Uh, I like to say like chill. Chill. Like if someone's like doing something like, like say if like Trey loves to mess with me, like say if Trey's like just hit, keeps tapping my shoulder, I'm like chill. Like just, I feel like that's a go-to baby. I don't know really. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I have a good one. What's the last book you read? Last book I read. Oh, um, I can't remember the last book I read, but, like, I will say, like, a few months ago, I got in this little habit of trying to read, like, little business PDFs and, like, mindset PDFs, but it only stuck for, like, three weeks. PDFs come from a book, usually. Yeah, I couldn't, but I can't recall the names of them, but I'll try to read, like, 20 pages a day. That works. Uh, What's your worst habit? Worst habit. Um, worst habit. Uh, Maybe overthinking, Mm -hmm. probably. That's a common one, I think. I would say overthinking in certain situations. Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? Ooh. Um, I don't know if I could right now, but if you let me, if I got to walk a mile two days in a row, day three I could. So you just need two days of practice? I need two days to warm up just to get back into it. I haven't walked or ran a mile in a really long time. <laughs> two uh, day, day three I got it. Day three you got it. What is one rule in any sport you'd like to change or add? Okay, so I strongly believe that the targeting rule in football should be changed. I don't think that, like, I think the only way that a player should be ejected if it's, like, an intentional hit. Like, I think there's a lot of, like, accidental, like, head contact that. Like, an offensive player lowers their head, too. Yeah, like, I think. the defender gets all the punishment. Yeah, I really think that it shouldn't be. I think it should be, like, a 15-yard penalty because that's just, like, the name of the game. But I don't believe that you should be kicked out if it's, like, a very unintentional. Because you're running full speed. Like, you're really, you're trying to make the tackle. I don't think it should be an ejection. And that's coming from an offensive guy. Yes. I think the only time it should be an ejection if it's like it it's egregious. Yeah, like a blind side or Yeah. I think that's the one. 
What app on your phone gets the most use? What app on my phone gets the most use? Um, probably Snapchat or Instagram. Yep, pretty common answers. Uh, what's the last gift you gave somebody? Last gift I gave someone. Um, I bought my girlfriend a twenty dollar Dunkin' gift card. Twenty dollar Dunkin' gift card. Yes. Uh, coffee or donuts? What's she? What's what's coffee? The coffee. Definitely coffee. Do you get to benefit from any of that gift card? Uh, potentially, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, if you're casting a movie about yourself, who are you picking to play you? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo? Leo? Yeah, I'm going Leo. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. Uh, what's the most embarrassing song you love? Embarrassing song I love? Ooh, um, I'm sure there's some, like, Taylor Swift songs definitely in there. Nothing wrong with some Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I used to like Blank Space. I mean, there's a lot of Taylor Swift songs I definitely know. I yeah. would say her, just some Taylor Swift just songs. Just Taylor Swift? Yeah, probably some Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> if you could go to any Old concert, Taylor Swift. Though. Old Taylor Swift. Yeah, 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 not, I don't know what she's released recently. Back in the day, like when I was younger, growing up. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I jammed out. <laughs> if you could go to any concert, who would it be? Any concert. Um, Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen? Yeah. Anywhere in particular? Nashville. Nashville? Close to home. Yep. Uh, what is the one place in the world you want to visit the most? One place in the world. Uh, I want to go to Europe. Okay. I just want to like see how their culture is and just... Anywhere in particular, just you want to go to the continent and figure it out. Yeah, I just want to go there and figure it out. Just go there and figure it out. Okay, if you can have any three people over for dinner, any three people ever, who would they be? Okay, any three people for dinner, who would it be? I'm going to answer this question and think about it later and know I could have had a better answer. <laughs> um, LeBron James. LeBron James? Yes, yeah, I love LeBron Number James. Number one? Yep. Um, there's some more. This is tough. This is a really tough question. It, I mean, they don't have to be alive. It can be anybody. Anyone. Anyone okay. ever. Okay. LeBron James. I got to go with a senior now because I love music. I want to go talk to Drake. LeBron James and Drake. Drake. And then, so I have a athlete, a singer, um, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, LeBron James, and Drake. Yeah, pretty good I'm, little dinner. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, you, you got yourself pretty squad. I feel like we would have a good little yeah, good time. Good yeah. squad there. Great uh, squad. Who or what inspires you? Um, probably my family. I would say definitely my family. Um, because it's like a mix. Like my dad's always been the one that's like pushed me like really hard, and then my mom's like the one that, like sports related, maybe mm -hmm. like would take it too easy in a way. Yep. So I just feel like uh, both of them, like, I think they, like, they get a lot of joy out of watching my games and, like, seeing me succeed. So I think them. And then through life, too, like, like my dad owns a business. Like, I feel like that's something. Yep. And that's why I feel like I'm so passionate about wanting to own a business when I get older. Mm -hmm. So I would say um, my family and then um, my brother, he was, like, a role model to me growing up. Like, yeah. he helped me out a lot. And then now that I have a little sister, like, she's seven, I want her to, like, when she gets older, like, a big thing for me is I want her to be able to, it's like that's my brother and like have a sense of like yeah. pride and like being proud of me. I get what you're saying. Uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? What advice would I give to your younger self? Um, mm, just like always take the chance. Take a chance. That you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Always exactly. take the chance. Because I feel like um, regret is like one of the worst things you yeah. can ever have is regret. Yeah. 
So I've been thinking about this the whole time we've been on here. I've been trying to remember if we've ever had another one of our quarterbacks on here. Okay. So I, I, first off, I think you're the first one. So congrats on that. Perfect. Yeah. That's first, awesome. First off, to be quarterback on the Yeah, podcast. let's go. Uh, last question comes from Skylar Sheridan last week's guest. Okay. Uh, would you rather be a bird or a fish? Would I rather be a bird or a fish? Um, a bird. Why a bird? Well, unless I'm like a big dog fish. Yeah. I just, I don't think that that's something I'd want to do. And a bird, I mean, I feel like just flying in the air, I mean, I just feel like that would. I mean, think about riding a car with no, like the top to down, like the wind, or riding a four-wheeler, like the wind hitting you. It's yeah. just like a, not, I, I don't know if I'd say sensation, but it's definitely like a really cool feeling. Yeah. And I feel like flying would be pretty pretty awesome. So uh, now you get to ask a question to next week's guest. What do you want to ask on next week's episode? Okay. What do I want to ask? My next week's. Can't steal my question. Someone tried to do that last couple Can't weeks. Can't steal your question? No, gotta, gotta, gotta come up with your own. Okay. If you could describe yourself in three words, what three words would you use to describe yourself? Describe yourself in three words. Describe myself in three words. Interesting. I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, innovative. Innovative. I feel like I'm pretty creative. Okay. Um, I think I'm witty. Witty and innovative. And um, innovative, witty, and um, caring. I feel like I have a lot of care for people. Awesome. Neil, appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast. Enjoy the rest of the opportunity week. Uh, good luck the rest of the season. Thanks for being on the PCAST, and we'll be right back right after this. All right, appreciate you. Go Govs. Tennessee. Girl, don't blame me if I slip and call you baby. That's just my way of letting the lady know she's working on me. There I go, let my south side show whiskey whisper low. Little sweet nothing, southernisms, jacking seven, sipping, hoping that you're digging on me, talking Tennessee. Another big thank you to Neil and Gene of the Ospy football team for stopping by on the uh, Opportunity Week. Not the bye week. Not the bye week, the Opportunity Week, to talk to us here on the PCAST. Uh, we're just going to roll on with the football news here. Okay. Since there's no game this week, we got we got all kinds of other stuff happening. Like what? Football non-conference schedule Uh-oh. released. Uh, Who we got? We got ETSU Lin- at Lindenwood, and we host Gardner Webb. Let me get those dates for you. But uh, yeah, that rounds out the non-conference schedule for next season. We already had two games on the slate, and that was at Tennessee and at Southern Illinois. The Southern Illinois one is the season opener next year. Uh. Hold, please. I'm getting you the dates. Don't you worry. So I saw on that, uh, I think, was it your dad that commented whenever, like, the rivalry things, like, you're from East Tennessee? Yeah, my both my parents went to ETSU and work at ETSU. And, and he was like, you know, can I get tickets to this one? And you just sent him the ticket. Which Mike. is funny, because I got him tickets to last week's game against Murray, and now he's asking for tickets again. But whatever. I thought that was very clever. Uh, if he's going to wear ETSU colors, he's going to buy tickets. Smart. Final answer. Uh, next year's non-conference schedule looks like this. The, the two games we already knew are the first two. The new games are the last three. September 2nd at Southern Illinois. That's a ranked Missouri Valley Football Conference team. You're going to be a good game. They are always a solid team. Yeah. September 9th at Tennessee, Neyland Stadium. Tough place to play. I think it's a pretty good team, too. Pretty, pretty yeah. solid team, at least right now. Uh, 
ETSU on September 16th at Fort Harris Stadium. That is the return trip for 2019. Right. When we went down there, they beat us. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. We went to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs. They didn't. Yep. Uh, at Lindenwood, September 30th, that is new OVC member and their new division or new FCS team, Lindenwood. They're a good year. They're looking pretty like because they beat Central Arkansas and somebody yeah, else. Yeah, they're, they might not win the automatic qualifier for yeah. the OVC right now, but they might get a trophy because there is no. They just co-champs in that league. Right. So they might get a trophy. And then the last one is October 14th versus Gardner-Webb right here at Forterra Stadium. Haven't played the Ryan Bulldogs since 2007-2008. What conference are they in? Big South. Gotcha. Big South Conference. Should be a good – it's a really good non-conference schedule. Little, pretty solid non-conference schedule. Uh, got a couple other football players winning awards – or not winning awards. Uh, on the watch list. On the watch list for awards. Yeah, we had one in – was it offense, defense, and special teams? Yes. So – uh, Cam Thomas was named to the Jerry Rice Award watch list, which is given okay. to the top FCS freshman. He's the only player in the FCS that has a punt return and kick return touchdown this season. Okay. One of one. I think he should win that award. Uh, on the Walter Payton list, which is given to the best FCS offensive player, Mike DeLillo was added to the watch list. Uh, I mean, you know what he's done. I don't have to tell you about it. I mean, he's everything. Yeah, he's done done pretty all right. And then uh, on the defensive list, that our defensive player award, that is the Buck Buchanan Award, Antoine Williams, who is our leading tackler. Mm-hmm. And second in the A-Sun, and total tackles, third in the A-Sun, and sacks, tackles for loss, and tackles per game. So it just does a little bit of everything just at linebacker. Uh, I, I'm going to have to do the research. I want to know if any other team has a person on all three. Probably not. I mean, if there is, it's probably like one, maybe two other schools. I imagine it's not a long list. No. And so, I mean, that says a lot about this team and like how good they've been on all their Doing a little bit of everything. Offense, yeah. defense, defense. Yeah. Because uh, I understand that the Cam Thomas one's a freshman award, but he's on there because of the kick returns. Right, exactly. He's 18th in the country and leads the A-Sun in combined kick return yards, which is punt and kick mm-hmm. added together. So, Yeah. Pretty good little start for them. The highest ever finished by a Gov. We've never won any of those three awards. Okay. The highest ever finished was 2019 Cordell Jackson was sixth in the Buck Buchanan. And 2021, Draylon Ellis was sixth in the Jerry Rice freshman one. Okay. So that's the highest ever finished. So let's hope one of those three can beat it out. I think I think at least one of them will. Probably. Maybe multiple. I hope so. I hope they all win. Me too. Uh, in other football news, Austin P has sold out of its allotment of tickets for the Alabama game. The game is not sold out. Right. You can buy tickets from the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. However, we, Austin P. State University and Austin P. Athletics, have no tickets left to give you. We are out. Wow. So It's pretty good. Yeah, so if you want tickets, you got you to gotta go to whatever Alabama's ticket website is and buy them from them. I'm excited to see how many Austin P. fans are going to be. Hope we, uh, hope we rock it out. Let's take over Bryant-Denny. Let's do it. Let's, Let's have more fans than they will. I doubt it. However, ah. we'll try our best. And uh, we're doing pretty good because, like I said, we sold out of our ticket allotment. So mm-hmm. all we have left is whatever Alabama has. Uh, sorry if that means you have to buy from them. We're out. Yeah. That's it. Everybody wants to go. And everybody's going. Yeah. So shout out to you, Stashville. Govs Nation. Doing a great job. Definitely. See you down in uh, T-Town. See you in Tuscaloosa. And on to tennis, Alex. Yes, sir. Our women's tennis team has already started the ITA Ohio Valley Regionals. They have. So you tell us about what happened and then what's going to happen. Okay. So the women are down in Knoxville for the ITA Ohio Valley Regionals. They started yesterday and they had pretty much as good of a day as you could ask. So we had four players go perfect. 
we won three, we won eight total matches, six in singles, two in doubles. And I mean, we're just looking great. So Yana Leader, Denise Torrielba, and Melody Hefty both won each of their qualifying singles rounds and are now in the main draw, which starts in like sometime later today. And in doubles, Denise Torrielba and Yuha Chang, and then the other pairing of Melody Hefty and Yana Leader both won their first qualifying doubles match yesterday and then also won their second qualifying doubles match like an hour ago. So they're in the main draw. I mean, it's pretty much as good as you can ask. All, all six of the singles victories have come in straight sets. A lot of them are against teams in the ASUN. So it's like Yana defeated a person from Lipscomb. Denise has beaten people from uh, North Alabama, Central Arkansas. So who do they play next in kay. singles? So looking at the main draw singles later today, Yana plays a girl from Tennessee, number one player in the tournament. Not who, bad. Who was the ITA Ohio Valley Region Player of the Year last year. Well, hey, that's upset. no better time to play her than now. No joke. Um, so Yana plays her. Denise plays a girl from Miami of Ohio. And then Melody plays the number four player in the tournament from Vanderbilt. Okay. So got the momentum from yesterday. Picked up a couple of doubles wins today. So let's go upset. Let's do it. Let's run that upset play. Uh, I, I say we run the upset play as well. It's a good play. The upset play and the cover play. Yeah. Just run it. Not quite a cover play in tennis. But. No cover play in tennis, but run the cover play. Uh, to the softball field, Alex. Yes, sir. It's a uh, – no no more playing any other teams. Nope. It's time for the big one. It's the Red and Black World it's Series. It's the Red and Black World Series. Friday, Monday, and Tuesday at Sherholt Field at Kathy Maynard Park. The Govs will be playing. I don't know if they've picked teams yet. I don't know how they went about that this they, year. They have picked teams. How'd they do that this year? That's always a fun time. Is it Was it so, coaches or they let the players do some kind of draft so situation? So you have – Two team captains. Okay. And they get to pick their team. So they drafted. Who are the team captains? Uh, Sam Miner and Jordan Benefield. Pitchers. Yep. Uh, that's the easy start. Yep. So you want me to go through the teams? Uh, let's not go through the whole teams. I want you to uh, – I'm putting you on the spot. Whose team are you picking? Jordan Benefield. Picking Jordan Benefield. Okay. So it's just to highlight a couple. You got Jordan. You got, she has Emily Harkle Road on her team. Year 97 of college softball. Yep. And Lexi Olowski. I'll have to uh, – what team is Skylar Sheridan on? Um, she is on Sam's team. I'm riding with that team. They got the PCAST mojo. Where's Kylie Campbell? On Sam's team. T- that's Team PCAST right there. That's, that's the three team. of our last, I don't know, eight guests. Yeah. Not even eight. Five, six guests. Yeah. They got the PCAST mojo. They do. I'm riding with the red team. I got to go black. Uh, you're Give me- Give me black. Your team's got no PCAST mojo. We got Lexi Owowski. No PCAST mojo. I'm riding with the red team. Who's the coach? Do we have coaches broken up as well? Um, no. Okay. I imagine there's going to be a coach on each team. I don't probably, know. Probably like Bree and then Coach K on the other, but I can tell you which one. Riding with the red team. Let's go, red team. Let's get all, Let's get that World Series dub. It's black team. Alex is a hater. He hates, right. Alex hates this podcast. Sorry. Just big fan of... Uh, no, no, no. PCAST Mojo for the win. That's back-to-back wins. I mean, we're going we're gonna to win on Friday, and then we're going to win on Monday, and then again on Tuesday. Just we wouldn't have to play on Tuesday then. I think they played three games regardless. So. Go red team. On to volleyball. Yep. A couple big matches in the Dunn Center. 
Yeah, a lot of purple coming to the Dunn Center. A lot Center. of purple coming to the Dunn Center. Yep. Purple people leaders right before Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Cody, Cody made that joke yesterday. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a minute. <laughs> North Alabama on Friday. What do you got? Uh, they are tied with us in the standings yes. right now. Um, we t- we, I know we've played them in recent years. I don't think we played them last year. but I don't think we've played them. I think it's a series you think we've played, but we haven't. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't get, I didn't get this, a chance to see Cody's notes before this match. You're right. I did them instead of you. I proofread them. Mm, you, weren't, you weren't there. You were doing something else. Probably doing basketball stuff. You know? Whatever. But um, so North Alabama, right above us in the standings. You know, we're sitting at two and six in conference play. This is when you want to pick up, um, get, a, get a little bit of momentum. And then same thing with Central Arkansas. I think Central Arkansas is like four. Having a pretty good year. Yeah. So I know they're in the upper half of the ASUN standings. Another one that, you know, come in, defend the Dunn, and get some momentum as you head down the stretch of conference play. Soccer team, they've got their uh, last match of the season on Saturday as well. Yep. The uh, regular season finale against Queens. It's a battle of the first time ASUN members. Or first year ASUN members. Yeah. Battle of the newcomers. Yeah. Uh, Queens has actually had a really good year this year. They were um, always a good soccer team. They are, they are, but like they were a Division two soccer team, so but nobody they were really good. They were very good, so like nobody knew how they would stack up. But I think so. Out of fourteen teams right now, they are sitting in eleventh. I think they have something like, I think they're like two points out of the playoffs. So if we can beat them uh, tomorrow or on Saturday, we'll knock them out of the playoffs, and then you know that starts a fun little rivalry. But you can knock Queens out of the playoffs. Yes. That Queens has to – what do they have to do? They have to win? So Queens has to win, and they need a little bit of help from other teams. But for the most part, if they win, they're probably about 50-50. So you can play a little spoiler. We can play a little bit of spoiler. Play a little bit of spoiler. Um, and, you know, Queens, especially defensively, Queens is one of the better teams in the A-Sun. They started off a little bit rough because, you know, the first year in the A-Sun, first year in Division One, But they really picked it up. I know they've played really well against some of the top teams like they played really well against liberty i think they lost one to two against them or something like that um same with lipscomb so we'll see looking forward to it women's golf team is going to wrap up their fall season after uh, a week off they're going to play at the charles braun intercollegiate hosted by evansville up at uh, first time they played in that one in three or four years so season season comes to an end had a good showing at the lady red wolves classic like i said Mm -hmm. in terms of the Finish wise, it doesn't look as good as it has, but when you look at the scores, they played really well. Yeah, so everybody had a good. Everybody game. scored well there. So, last one of the fall, and then you got the uh, got the spring when it matters the most, right? When it, it just means a little more. Mm-hmm. So, let's go get another uh, another win to wrap up the fall. I want individual and team again. Just sweep. Yeah, just another quick sweep. sweep. No, nothing like a sweep. Kitty Etheridge, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Charlie Husband, and Trey Price have all the community service for you, the student athletes. It's uh, it's fall. It's the giving season. It is. So uh, go out and give your time. Loaves of fish at Manic Cafe. Go out there and do some good in the community. Uh, go support each other and get those Gov's Cup points. Bye week for the football team means a lot of opportunities to watch some volleyball here in the Dunn Center. Uh, SAC also hosted a unity walk on Tuesday night. We uh, started at Fort Harris Stadium. We walked all the way around campus. We ended in front of the uc and we had speakers and uh this was an event that was planned for two years ago mm-hmm. COVID happened uh rain delay happened and we did it now so it's good to see all of the student athlete population all of the coaches all the staff out there out there walking together it's a great turnout good it was a fantastic was. turnout fantastic turnout uh alex yes sir how do people follow us on social media so follow us on twitter and instagram at let's go p or on facebook at austin p governors 
And shout out to Robin and Maddie for all the video and photo and graphics and everything they've been doing. Also, shout out to uh, Robert Smith, who's been at a lot of the volleyball yeah. games. Uh, Carter's helped us with a lot of like promo Robin's shots. A, Robin's intern, Ethan. Robert's intern, Ethan. I know because he was at uh, the Unity Walk. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of videos. Knocking it out of the park. They're all yeah. killing it. It's been a great. Bring in the heat, you might say. Yeah. Bring in the heat. Let's go P.com for dates, news, stories, and information. Cody Bush, Nicholas Petroni, Alex Allard, Chris Austin, and myself. That's where you can get all the information you need on Austin P. Athletics. Uh, you can also get tickets there. But the best way to get tickets, what do you do? I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. You call the ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He has all the information you can use to get in the game. Football tickets are on sale. There's one game left at yep. Fortera Stadium. You're not going to want to miss it. Call Johnny. Go online. Let's go P.com backslash buy tickets. There are seats available. You can get tickets to the Blazing VIP Zone presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. And there's a ticket deal coming for the home finale against Jacksonville State. So, eyes emoji. Be ready. And like we said, sorry, we're sold out of Bama tickets. You're going to have to get them from Bama. Yeah. Uh, Alex, baseball tickets. Yep. On sale. Yep. When does the price go up? January 1st. January 1st. We're the first ones on sale. They're still on sale. Get them before January 1st, and your price will not go up. Uh, basketball tickets. Alex, big night for basketball. Cubs Madness. Tell us about those tickets. Yeah, so um, we'll have season tickets on sale, single-game tickets, all at Cubs Madness. Uh, renewals, we had 100% renewal rate for basketball this season. Um, like we said before, you don't want to miss a single moment of the men or the women. Uh, like I said, single or season tickets, courtside, general admission, or the VIP total gov package, uh, which includes a season ticket, food and beverage for all or for the last football game, all men's basketball, women's basketball, and baseball games. So we've got well worth your money. Even Absolutely. if you don't go to a football game, yeah, you make your money at basketball and baseball. Exactly. Uh, so why wouldn't you do it? There's no reason. No reason to not do it. Buy the VIP total gov package when now. Pause the podcast. We'll wait. We'll wait. Now that you're back and you've already bought it, we're going to go ahead. Follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website, letsgop.com, backslash podcast. You can also find a new episode of More Than a Game with John V.A. Bugs. She talked with men's basketball player Drew Calderon about how a team's culture can affect the overall success of a program and what factors of that culture can make or break a team. She did another fantastic job, as she always does. Give that podcast a listen right when you're done with this one, like 45 seconds from now. You can start that one. It's right, it's right below it on Apple. Yep. And it's literally right below this podcast. Just click on it. Let it, it might autoplay to it. It could. It might even autoplay. Let it happen. Uh, give us a rating review on the podcast. Alex, how many stars? Five stars. And then you go give more than a game. How many stars? Five stars. Five stars. Want to suggest a guest or let us know a local on-campus event we should shout out? Tell us who wins the Colts-Titans games and give us a score. Titans, 42-16. Colts, I don't know the score because I'm not going to watch because they only win when I don't watch. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Quick 19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to our guy, Max Remy, because tomorrow, or if you're listening on Friday, which is today, Friday is his birthday, October 21st. So uh, shout out to our guy. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Sunshine beating on the good times, moonlight racing from the grave, string band playing more that honky tonk's pretty young thing going dancing in the rain. High heel lady spitting at the Nicker Jacks, businessman with a needle and a spoon. Coyote chewing on a cigarette pack of young boys going howling at the moon. Head darling, sleeping on the blacktop. Head darling, 
through the trees, honey. Hey, darling, even for the next time, listen, my sense catches up with me.